this is Communion Sunday here at Vance. Um, so a couple things you need to know. First of all, if you are visiting with us, know that Communion is open to all who believe in Jesus as Savior. So all are welcome at this table. Um, the other thing, though, is that uh, because of the way our service is structured today, we don't get time to offer joys and concerns of the community for prayer um, on a Sunday like this. And there are a couple of things that I want you to know. First of all, our scouts are here. Hooray. We love our scouts. We'd love our scouts more if they'd stay in their own part of the building and stop stealing my candy, but we love our scouts. Come on, Debbie, that was a little bit funny. <laughs> it's, it's really Debbie's candy. <laughs> um, it's great to see you all here. Thank you for coming, and we really do appreciate and love um, the scouts being here, and um, we're looking forward to the continuing forging our new relationship um, into the future. Um, Chase is here. You saw him. He's the chaplain for the Scouts. And uh, Chase also had a good day yesterday. He had two uh, number one ratings and his um, brass ensemble. So congratulations for that. Jill Flanagan's in the back. You need to know she's a new grandma. And he's big and well and handsome, and you can see pictures later. Keith Wilson is in the back, and you need to know he's our sound guy, and he was sitting in a chair the other day and punctured his eardrum somehow. So um, concerns for Keith, we, you're, you're in our prayers for that. And also, if anybody would like to meet Keith in the narthex after worship and tell him how he can get home next week... With the traffic, he would appreciate knowing. So please help Keith get home. Uh, what? It's expected to be that awful, yes. Pay attention. Please pray for our city and its traffic because I'm telling you, something bad is going to happen. There's going to be a bad accident. Somebody's going to get road rage. Ugly things are going to happen. We don't need it. Please pray for our city. Um, and finally, um, this morning before I came here, I was at, in Neff's at Colebrook Church. And, um, Laura, you may not realize this yet. So if you do, I apologize for springing it on you. Um, there's, there uh, is a wonderful family in Neff's, the Balsey family. Um, they lost a son in the big flood of 1991. And um, they've recovered very well as a family, but uh, the sister of one of those, of that young man, has two really fabulous boys, uh, Tice and Talon. Tice is a straight-A student at Belair High School. Talon is his devoted brother, um, and they had a hunting accident last night. And Tice was shot through the temple. Um, they could not life flight him out of Wheeling, so they brought a doctor in to do surgery, and he's in Wheeling Hospital. Talon is also in Wheeling Hospital because he was so distraught that his gun accidentally went off and shot his brother um, that he's just uh, a wreck. Uh, and so you wonder how much tragedy one family can endure. <laughs> 
um, but they've certainly had their share. And so um, this is a lesson for scouts in that even if you think you know how to handle a gun and you know gun safety, you can never be too safe. Um, But it's also um, a need for us to pray for our community and for a really special family and a couple of really good young men who have just um, gone through something they shouldn't have had to go through. So, having said all that, you can keep those things in your prayers throughout the week, if you would, please. Um, but we're going to go turn to Scripture and turn to Micah. In the sixth chapter, the first eight verses. This is intended to be... This is intended to be, to present itself like a court case. The prophet here is speaking, and he's saying, make your case to the mountains. The Lord has been good to you, even though you haven't been good to the Lord. And he goes on, and here's what he says. Hear what the Lord says. Rise, plead your case before the mountains, and let the hills hear your voice. Hear, you mountains, the controversy of the Lord, and you enduring foundations of the earth. For the Lord has controversy with his people, and he will contend with Israel. O my people, what have I done to you? And what have I wearied you? Answer me. For I brought you up from the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of slavery, and I sent you before Moses and Aaron and Miriam. O my people, remember now what King Balak of Moab devised, what Balaam, son of Beor, answered him, and what happened from Shittim to Gilgal, that you may know the saving acts of the Lord. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? With the Lord, will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams and ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has told you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God? And then in Matthew, the fifth chapter, you hear these things called the Beatitudes. I'm just really not cool enough to do that right, but you you get the idea. Beatitudes, the blessings, and they start in the fifth chapter. The fifth chapter also starts what we call Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, It will go on and on and on. We're going to be in this Sermon on the Mount for some time. It runs through chapter 5, 6, and 7. So get ready to picture, if you will, Jesus preaching to a whole bunch of people sitting on a hill. And when Jesus saw those crowds, he went up the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. And then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. 
Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Okay, and we're going to skip the Corinthians passage. So, the word of the Lord, thanks be to God. I'm coming down here, I want to talk to our scouts for a minute. Not putting you on a spot, you should know what I'm going to ask you. So there is, I understand, a scout oath, is that correct? And what does a scout oath say? Stand up. What is it? On my honor. Thank you. Physically strong. What is it? Mentally awake and morally straight physically strong mentally awake and morally straight is that hard to do no yes some of you say yes which is the hardest part physical mental or moral moral mental yeah that's why you're always walking around here with coffee in your hand right What's hard about it? The parts of it are there that are difficult. What's difficult about it? If the moral part is difficult, what's difficult? Is it hard to know what to do? Is it hard to do it? Is it hard to... Temptation? It's hard to resist temptation. You always want to do the wrong thing. The wrong thing seems more fun. Right? What else? Anything else? Do you follow that code? Or do you try to? Do you try to follow the whole thing or just one part of it? Whole thing as much as you can? That's good. Good for you. All right. So... In some ways, we could say that the Beatitudes, like the Scouts have their code, the Beatitudes, we have a code for Christians. This is a way that we're supposed to be. But when you look at what it says, poor in spirit, those who mourn, the meek, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, the merciful, pure in heart, peacemakers... If those are things we're supposed to do as Christians, that's not an easy list. You know, some of them are intended to give us comfort, like if we mourn or we're poor in spirit or 
those kinds of things, but other things like being meek and hunger and thirsting, hungering and thirsting for righteousness, that's hard stuff. And sometimes what we do with the Beatitudes is we take one and we pull it out and we say, I'm going to be really good at this. I'm going to be a peacemaker. Everywhere I'm going to go, everywhere I go and I meet somebody who's growling at me, I'm going to be like, bless you, my brother. Bless you, my sister. I don't care that you have road rage on what used to be I-70. Just bless you. Well, that's hard to do. One at a time, just like the scout code isn't meant to be taken. So you can just go, oh, well, I think I'll be physically strong and I'll forget about the rest of the stuff. Doesn't work that way. It all goes together. You're blessed if you're poor in spirit, if you, have the, if you mourn, if you all these things. And so we have to remember when we look at these to consider all the people that we meet and how we as Christians are to respond to them. And then we are blessed. And what is it to be blessed? Well, you know, a lot of translations have changed this to say, instead of saying blessed is whatever, they say happy is whatever. And that's okay because there is an understanding that to be blessed carries with it a a kind of joy, a kind of happiness, a kind of goodness, a kind of wholeness. But does, does happy really carry with it that sense of blessedness? There's something really sacred going on here. Just like in your scout oath, there's something really beyond yourself happening if you really adhere to that oath. Here, there's something really sacred and holy happening and godly that's happening if we can hang on to these beatitudes. But they're not easy. And the thing is, this is how Jesus starts the Sermon on the Mount. It's going to get harder as he goes on. This is just, this is the beginning. He's giving you the cakewalk at the beginning. In less than one chapter, he's going to say, love your enemies. The hardest thing, perhaps, for any of us to do. Give away all your money. Don't get angry. So, here today we have a sort of oath for Christians. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the per- blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the scouts. Blessed are the scout leaders. Somebody say amen to that. Blessed are the Christians. 
who do their best to follow the oath that God has given us to bring about God's kingdom in our world, little by little, by doing the best we can to follow all that we can, even when it gets difficult. Thanks be to God. Amen.